Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. With age comes wisdom. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need big boobs to be feminine. Look at Liberace. You want brutal honesty? You think you can handle the truth? Gwyneth Paltrow. I love that straight hair, but then I just love to see anything straight in Hollywood. Kim Cattrall. That is a communion dress for sluts. All I ever heard growing up is, <laughs> why can't you be like your cousin Sheila? Why can't you be like your cousin Sheila? Sheila had died at birth. They just... <laughs> And you do this, and you're mean. The late, great Joan Rivers, subject of a fabulous book, Joan Rivers Confidential by One Melissa Rivers, the co creator of the Red Carpet franchise and the host and executive producer of the E Entertainment series Fashion Police. This is Melissa Rivers. Hey, Melissa, great to have you here on POTUS. Great to be here on POTUS. So I told you last week, I, I got halfway through this explanation. I went to the Reagan Library in Simi Valley. By the way, have you ever been there? Yes, and I was there for Mrs. Reagan's funeral. Wow. I mean, she was close to your mom. Yes, very close to my mom. So my favorite exhibit at the Reagan Library is this this acrylic 
cube and you you stand and look into it and inside the acrylic cube are three by five cards literally found in a shoebox in Ronald Reagan's final office when he was unfortunately uh, uh, in decline, but nevertheless going to work every day long after he'd been president. They were all of his one-liners. They were all of his favorite dinner jokes. They were all those great political lines that he'd used over the course of his career. Your book about your mom is that on steroids because she saved so much from her career, right? Well, as I said, with the cards, you have to go back sort of. We, we, we're so now all used to living in a digital age. Back in the late 50s and early 60s where my mom was just starting out, and all through the majority of her career, we were not digital. You had to save things on paper. So my mother, who kept track of everything because she never wanted to be repetitive in her jokes and all that kind of stuff, wrote them all on, again, index cards, and we kept a giant file. That was my question. Did you know, at the time of her passing, did you know what you possessed in, to- in terms of all this ephemera? Um, yeah, because I was, I was exposed to the, uh, you know, there's the joke, I was exposed to the storage bills. The famous joke file was actually always kept in our home, which was also my parents' office, and my mother always had her office in the house. So I, when I went to go digitize them, I want to say there were 76,000 unique cards, <laughs> and I think 82-something with cross-referencing, but we keep finding them, and you see that in the book is... My mother would write an idea or a thought or a joke down on anything. So to this day, I'm opening bags and finding a boarding pass with a joke written on the back. You know, I, I am constantly seeing these, uh, these places on the side of the highway, these storage lockers. I, I'm in need of one. How many did she have? She must have she had the franchise. Well, she had a bunch in New York. We always had sort of a deep, cold storage out here in L.A. And then after my mom passed, and doing the book, basically everything's been moved to Los Angeles now. So we actually, I mean, you're going to laugh, we're in the middle of moving. I'm moving out of my house for 20 years and into a new home. And I'm put, trying to put more stuff in storage, and we just had to get a bigger space yesterday. <laughs> Melissa, yesterday, President Trump, and he said this in the past, in fact, he said it about me, he said that we need to reform libel laws. We need to make it easier to, to bring lawsuits So I have that in my mind as I'm flipping through Joan Rivers Confidential and your mother seemed to wear on her sleeve the negative. For example, you've reprinted in the book Joan Rivers Hooked on Plastic Surgery. This was from, I I assume, yeah, the National Enquirer, where they have a, a nice photograph of your mom and then they have lines pointing to all different portions of her body speculating on what level of work she had done. I mean, her attitude was one of, it comes with the territory, I take it. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a time when my, my mom did file a libel suit against uh, a particular writer in GQ magazine after my father passed away, where they wrote an absolutely 100% falsified article with quotes and things that was very upsetting and very damaging. But other than that, I mean, I do think we need libel laws. And my mother felt we needed libel laws, but you also have to know what comes with the territory, what is really hurtful, what is really damaging. And again, it's like, again, we live in such a litigious society. I don't think we necessarily need to encourage frivolous lawsuits. In this uh, hashtag MeToo, yeah, 
Absolutely. I, I agree okay. with you. I mean, there needs to be some level of protection. But I think I think when you're at Joan Rivers level, when you're at Donald Trump's level, uh, you have platforms available to you to respond to criticism that, you know, the random person does not. I want to ask you about the uh, the Me Too era in which we live. Did mom ever advise a young Melissa Rivers on being careful because of the casting couch? You know, I have. It, here's the sad thing: is I have to be so careful now in my response because there's so many jokes I could make about it that spring into my mind. Right. Because that's the way I'm genetically programmed. It's the way she would have handled um, it. Uh, yeah. It, it, never really. I mean, my mother, if she ever did experience it, it was never a topic of conversation. Only once in my entire life, and it was about two years before she died. Do I ever remember my mother turning to me and saying? This would be so much easier if I had been a man. Um, but just like my mother is such a feminist hero, yet my mother never thought of herself as a feminist. How do you think that you know, so, beyond the humor, beyond the humor, I'm sure she'd have had great material, but how do you think she would have reacted in the, the post-Weinstein climate? It's about time. Mm-hmm. It's about time would have been her, her absolute thought. She would have been incredibly supportive. She always believed that, you know, well, she always she always believed women were better at everything than men anyway, for the most part. But that's neither here nor there. Um, no, she would she would have been incredibly supportive. Enough. Enough of taking advantage of, 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 of powerful situations. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 
at factormeals.com slash Smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Hey, something else that that comes off the pages of this book to me that I I respect about her, work ethic. Your mom was a worker. No kidding. Tell me about that. She loved what she did. She loved her job. She loved... She always just said she's so lucky that she loves her, you know, loves what she gets paid to do. Um, and she had an intense work ethic, you know, raised by two immigrants. So I think it's a lot of that immigrant uh, mentality was driven into my mother and her sister as children, which is you work, you work, you work. And we work in such a difficult business in show business. Her belief was you take any job that comes your way and, and and use it as some sort of a platform. The running joke in our family and still with our eight my agent is do you want to do this? Yes. Do you haven't even heard the offer? That's fine. Okay, now how much? <laughs> That's right. You know. Do you yes, you know. But you she believes that you, you work. You know, I was raised with the same work ethic. That is what we do and we're so lucky as like you are to be able to get paid to work in the profession of your choice. Was there something special? I'm a, a, a bit of a poser when it comes to the Brits, an Anglophile. I'm curious whether there was something special about her relationship with uh, England. There's a lot in the book about appearances, the royal family, et cetera, et cetera. What's going on there? Well, my father went to school in England, so that was always a big part of it. The English, the Brits always loved her humor. And... Um, it was always a very warm and welcoming place for her, and later in life, she actually became friends with Charles and Camilla. She was one of three Americans, believe it or not, at their wedding. And it's all based on that very sort of sarcastic, dry humor. I mean, look at the great comedians and comedy teams that have come out of England, and that was very much her sense of humor, Monty Python and The Goon Show and all that. She used to just laugh and laugh and laugh, and I think a lot of that was also from my dad. Your mom not only was a friend of the now president, but she was she was a successful apprentice contestant. What would she have thought of Donald Trump as president? You're probably getting sick and tired of answering that question, but what is the answer? Um, the answer is I think she would be extremely troubled, 
by so much anger and so much unhappiness on every level, not just in the country, but in the world right now. And very um, concerned, I think, would be the PC word. But they had a good relationship, right? She she had high regard for his intelligence. She liked him. Is that fair to say? Yes. Again, it, this was not anyone. You know, she. You know, they never went to each other's country homes. This was someone she knew socially, and they were friendly, and they had a very close mutual friend. And you know, that was one of the hardest things, especially for me during the campaign. And I know a lot of people went through that. Is the person that I've known was not the person I was seeing on TV. And it was it was it was very hard to to try and 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 figure out what the what was going on there because that meaning was not the what person, meaning that was not the person that I had ever encountered or known with the person that is sitting in the White House and the person that was you know dull during the campaign and all these kinds of things. I always knew, as my mom did, to be Trump a very loyal, very intelligent, savvy businessman and i think one of the great marketers you know of our time right well his worst critic couldn't deny that you'd think you one would think but you know again i i you know i can't say with all honesty that she would be agreeing with any of these policies hey melissa it is award season it began sunday night with uh, uh, Seth Meyers doing his opening monologue, you and I on television speculated how he would thread the needle. Here's what he first said when he walked out on stage. Roll it. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and remaining gentlemen. I liked it. Did that did that work for you? Completely worked for me. I think he. I mean, he had to walk a tightrope, and boy, oh boy, he did it beautifully. Uh, my, I think one of my favorite lines was when he discussed this will be the one night that a man can have his name called out and not panic. <laughs> That's right. There were some great lines. You think that yeah, that was... I, thought, I, I think he really did set the right tone, and especially, and one of the other things we discussed was he came out right away set the tone that it was okay to laugh and okay to have fun. And that carried, I think, through a large portion of the evening. Great job by him. What are your red carpet reflections? My red, first of all, I thought the women actually overall looked really good. I even stopped noticing all the black, all the all black, because I thought so many of the gowns were really lovely. Um... You know, I thought, but but I'm so shallow. I mean, what can I tell you, Michael? I missed talking about the fashion. I missed hearing what everybody was wearing. I do appreciate that everybody was there to make a statement, but I would have liked to have seen everybody make their statement. I like that people came with actual activists and things like that. And then move on to, this is such a wonderful celebratory night, and look how far women have come. And, you know, the, the red carpet... Most of these women are paid to wear these gowns or get them for free, which, by the way, is the one place women do make more money than men <laughs> on the red carpet. And I, I, I would have liked a little bit more of a, hey, we're here. It's been, a ba- it's been an incredible year. This movement has been started. 
let's celebrate rather than I felt at times it got a little heavy and dour. Melissa, I love the book. I congratulate you on it. I I would call it a coffee table book, but some might take that as a pejorative, and I wouldn't mean it that way. I, I'm fascinated by it, and I think it's a great way to reflect your mother's life and also to provide a snapshot of a, sort of a moment in time. So I, I'm thrilled you were here, thrilled to make your acquaintance, and uh, I hope people will buy Joan Rivers Confidential. And thank you so much. for. I'm, I'm so excited that you like the book. Yeah, I'm genuinely enthused about it. I really am. So, all right, Thank we will you chat again. So much. Thanks, Absolutely. Melissa. You got it. Yep. Melissa Rivers. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.